Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 127 of the Layover Live podcast. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Digital Marketing at SimpleView. On this episode of the Layover Live podcast, Victoria Isley, Chief Marketing and Sales Officer for Bermuda Tourism Authority, stops by to share her thoughts on the road to recovery for Bermuda. Vic and I discuss their approach to reopening, what research data and insights they are using to make marketing decisions, how their marketing strategies have pivoted since the pandemic, and how they're now measuring success. Hope you enjoy. Each week, the smartest and brightest destination marketers from all over the world talk about the latest trends, happenings, and challenges that affect the travel and tourism industry today. Digital marketing executives, CMOs, and leaders from DMOs of all shapes and sizes share their insights and stories to help you become the best marketer you can be. This is The Layover Live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 127 of The Layover Live, where we bring you the top article from The Layover each week. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Digital Marketing, joined by a very special guest today, all the way from the beautiful island of Bermuda, although she's in Florida right now. Uh, thankfully, Victoria Isley. So, Vic, welcome to the show. Happy to have you here. Thanks. Pleased to be here with you. Yeah, excited as well. And, you know, as everyone knows, we've been kind of continuing this theme of this journey towards recovery uh, here on The Layover over the last several weeks. Our article of the week this week comes from citynationplace.com, where, you know, really gives some really, really good tips. I encourage all of you to read it and check it out. Um, as it relates to recovery for specifically for cities and for nations and for, for regions. And it's very relevant as up until this point, uh, we've really only spoken to DMOs here in the, in the U.S. Um, the discussion has been also centered more, more around drive market as naturally that's been uh, the quick rebound for, here, for us here in the States. But we have yet to get the perspective of those outside of the U.S. And where else to get some of that great perspective than from our friends in Bermuda who just opened their doors very recently to travel to their destination in early July. So to discuss this, I'm, I'm super excited to be joined by Victoria Isley, who's the Chief Marketing and Sales Officer for the Bermuda Tourism Authority. So Vic, can you share a little bit about yourself before we get started? Sure, happy to do so. Uh, so I've been fortunate enough to represent the Bermuda Tourism Authority um, for the last six years. Um, but since this is Destinations International Week, um, my first uh, convention uh, with, with, was in, with Destinations International was in 1995. Um, so I go back a ways in the destination marketing world. In fact, was one of the first DMOs that built a website um, that was first in for Durham, North Carolina, and spent time in Tampa, Florida, as well as the head of marketing for Washington, D.C., and also did a stint um, at then Destinations Marketing Association International as COO before joining uh, Bermuda back in 2014. Wow, so great! So you've seen a, you've seen a lot of change in the industry then, Vic, from from that standpoint, right? Which is, um, you know, and, and nothing like the pandemic, I'm sure, which we'll get into a little bit. Um, you know, but one reason that we wanted to to get you on here is, you know, as Katie and I were looking at this, we really, you know, loved your guys's uh, "We Will Travel Again" video. Um, and some of the other content you shared during the pandemic. It's a very uh, inspirational video. I think it was very, very well done. So, you know, now that you guys have now kind of, you know, focused on this reopening, um, and it's different for each destination, but how has your team then approached reopening? You know, like what research, what data, you know, what insights were you guys using to make some of these decisions? Sure. Uh, well, first and foremost, if people aren't familiar with Bermuda, um, the island is tw just 21 square miles. And it's set apart by its location and its way of life. 
Um, it is 650 miles off the coast of North Carolina, and it has uh, 65,000 residents um, and just 2,400 hotel rooms. And it is a 90-minute flight from New York. But uh, that means that Bermuda is really a precious resource, both the island as a destination and also a community. So what's really been driving us and our decision making um, is certainly in lockstep with government and health officials. Um, but balancing that precious resource of the island and its people um, for the benefit and health of the community and for the long term benefit of the um, the community and destination being there for visitors for years to come. Yeah, and, and really good stuff stuff there, Vic. And I, I know as, um, again, you're a little bit different again than we look at things here in the States, right? I mean, it's more of an up, upscale of destinations, how I would refer to it, right? And I got to imagine it's not just travelers here from the States. You guys probably have a good international market as well. So, you know, because of the pandemic and everything has changed, I got to imagine that, that there's been some shifts in your guys' marketing strategy. So maybe talk a little bit about how your marketing strategies have shifted compared to, to this time last year. Sure. Markedly different, I can say. Um, a, a little bit of background is um, that over the last number of years, um, we've really worked um, with the community and with our stakeholders and partners to reposition and in some cases reintroduce Bermuda to a new generation of traveler. Um, and we were very successful in doing so. Um, in fact, 83% uh, of the increases we'd been seeing year over year in air arrivals were people of 45 years and younger. Um, so we were really getting that next generation of traveler. Um, the majority of our business um, is leisure travel, but there is specialty incentive and executive conference and retreats that, um, that blend in there because of the financial um, insurance and reinsurance um, companies that are based in Bermuda. So we're taking, you know, we were taking a look at that and that came to a screeching halt um, March 21st when the island shut um, its airport to commercial um, air traffic and its cruise port as well. Um, so in that time, um, we really shifted um, even before the border shut to really working with stakeholders um, and being that bridge between stakeholders and our visiting um, community and media partners and clients. Um, so when we were thinking about that as a DMO, um, there were three things we were really focused on, which um, was transparency, um, being a reliable source um, for visitors and for the community. And sometimes that was difficult with not knowing um, exact information, but being forthright with that when we did. Um, to be a point of hope, inspiration and reassurance. You know, travel is still one of the most aspirational purchases we make as human beings. So that was really important. Um, and to be a destination advocate, knowing what the, what the challenges and unknowns were, but then thinking through how do we have the best interests um, of all parties in mind as we, um, you know, as we proceeded through the last several months. Yeah, good points to make. And, and I tell you what, again, even though you guys, uh, you know, are, 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 you know, a relatively small island, um, some of the, you know, things you just mentioned there, Vic, are things that resonate, I think, with just DMOs across in general, having to shift this focus, um, having to focus on this advocacy, having to change their mindsets. There's that commonality involved with some of that too, right? You know, how is this, how has this changed, uh, you know, the way you guys are, are, are looking forward to measuring success 
you know, how have those things changed? Are you guys using, you know, we've talked to some DMOs on here and some of them are like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to still measure the same success metrics. It's still all about getting, um, you know, people in hotels and doing those things, although it's going to be a slow burn to get to that point. Um, and then we've had others that are, Hey, we're, we're totally throwing that out. We're just trying to get people comfortable, uh, again, with travel, we're looking at things from a different standpoint as it relates to our community and everything else. You know, what are how are you guys approaching it there in Bermuda? How are you guys looking at success metrics moving forward? Have those changed? Have they stayed the same? Maybe discuss that a little bit. Sure. Well, as you point point out, Bermuda is an island out in the middle of the ocean, so a lot of the data and research that's been coming out of the U.S. is applicable to the U.S. Um, but but not um, applicable to Bermuda in so many ways. I mean, we did have the the traveler from Fort Lauderdale that tried to come in, in, in um, his gerbil wheel several times, but that's tempted didn't go so well. Um, but when you look at, um, you know, Longwoods and um, destination analysts and that people are going to um, get out in their own community um, first, and then they're going to drive before they fly domestically and fly domestically before they fly internationally. So those are quite a number of hurdles that we as a small destination need to, um, you know, need to clear. And so um, our team has really been focused on what we're calling an inside out model, um, which is really working with our stakeholders in Bermuda, um, whether they're hotel partners, um, retailers, restaurateurs, outfitters, and we've had a series of promotions that were getting people in, um, in the, within the community to come out and support, um, with a great, you know, with a great takeout day. Um, it's really worked with, um, restaurateurs to be, um, entrepreneurial in creating alfresco dining, which is an innovation, um, that is actually, um, propelling some businesses forward. Um, we just launched an um, internet um, independent retailer month in the month of July, focused inwards on those who can do um, retail pickup or delivery on island, but also then featuring to our um, global communities um, the uh, international shipping that has um, that has come to be a more a part of um, business on the island. In some cases, we're hearing from some of our stakeholders who create jewelry that's inspired by the pink sand of, of Bermuda, like Alexandra Moser, that her um, international online shipping business has really um, kept her business afloat during these times. So we're using our social channels to, um, to promote those businesses. If you can't get to Bermuda, that you still can support um, the island, its entrepreneurs, and, and have a slice of Bermuda delivered to your home. Boy, Vic, I, I love hearing that. I like that inside-out approach and how you guys had to do that. Again, to your point, there's there's benefits of, of being on the island, but again, you guys are pretty heavily dependent on air travel. So finding these these other ways for you guys to kind of reinvent yourself and stay engaged with the locals and really become those advocates, um, I love that that you guys are pushing some of the um, you know uh, you know restaurant tours and some of the things you've done there on that side, but then encouraging other people through um, some of the other things that you mentioned about. Um, you know, staying afloat and kind of reinventing ourselves and diversifying ourselves. I think uh, that's a great way to reinvent ourselves because that's one thing that I think all of us have had to do in some way, shape or form in a very quick way is try to find other ways to reinvent ourselves. And it sounds like you guys have done um, a really, really, really good job with that. So, you know, one thing we always like to wrap up with when we're doing these 
is really start to have, you know, give advice out there because I think it's important, as I mentioned before, that we get multiple perspectives as we're looking at these types of things, right? I think one thing I think has benefited myself and, and probably my staff as well is that, you know, we have the perspective of many, many different DMOs and we take little nuggets from each one about, oh, that's a good idea. That works well. This is really good. I love how they did this. You know, what are what is some advice maybe that you have for some of your fellow destination marketers out there as you bring that different perspective with your particular destination? Um, if I can be of value to, to my colleagues out there in the world, I'm happy to do so. Um, but from, from Bermuda's perspective, um, the, the stakeholder relationships and partner relationships that we've had to nurture through very challenging times and still challenging times, um, to be candid, um, has been, uh, the most important. Um, when we're reliant upon commercial air service returning, and um, carriers being willing um, to put service back in, um, to work through with government and health officials of what the um, what the robust arrival protocols are going to be in in terms of keeping both the community and visitors, the traveling um, community, safe. Um, you know, we've really worked on the tenets of open and safe, clean and beautiful. Um, and close and comfortable in messaging. Um, but it really has to be, um, in this time, a combination of the head and the heart is what we call it. So, um, Bermuda really does provide that escape valve, that 90 minute flight from New York. So direct service from our key markets, um, and getting that back in line is really important. Um, because that's what, you know, people are, are, hungry for and they just need to understand what they need to do in order to be able to have that. Um, but there's also the rational side. So left brain, right brain, um, where, you know, how do people actually get to Bermuda? Um, they have to have a negative COVID test. Um, so there's time delays in terms of getting that within 72 hours of departure. They're tested again upon arrival. Um, to ensure that there's, um, there's safety measures there. Um, so really thinking through how to deliver that message in marketing. Um, so in some of our paid media that we've just turned on, um, last week, there's some very tactical and it, as an example, Facebook carousels, which is Bermuda is open. Uh, it's safe and beautiful for you here with wide open spaces. Here are the resorts that are open. For you to enjoy, and here's the um, the safety and and health is our priority, and the, these are the arrival protocols. So that's layered in with what's more more what I think in in the traditional in the in the before world, as I call it, <laughs> um, of what our um, you know that that emotional connection um, and aspirational purchase that um, that people have in in mind and in their hearts for what they're looking for. Um, you know, to hit that escape button or the escape valve. Um, but there's a lot more to it these days. Um, and that's just on, even on the leisure side. So we have special events and partnerships with the, um, PGA tour Bermuda championship this fall. So we're working constantly with them. Um, we are the official tourism partner for the U S open because Bermuda introduced the sport of tennis to the United States back in 1874. And there are lots of logistics in terms of what the U.S. Open is doing to to keep their um, event in New York City on and in the same dates, but without fans. So how do we navigate around that? Um, 
you know, one of we one of the phrases we have is be flexible and adaptable. And it's a little bit like Gumby um, to 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 work through what you, what the what the end goal really is. And the, sh the short strokes feel really hard right now, but the long term in terms of where we want um, the island to be and how important tourism is to the island's GDP and livelihood is, is, is blending, um, blending and balancing that um, for the for everybody's long term interests. Yeah, really, uh, really, really, really good perspective there, Vic. Um, something you said there that really resonated me with that was the combination of the head and the heart. Um, I think that was the first time I heard that, and I, I think that really speaks to what this is, right? Um, you have to look. You have to kind of take both perspectives as we're as we're looking at these things, and I think that's very well said. So, thank you for coming on today and really sharing your insights. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, and keep the faith. Thank you. We will do just that. And thank you for tuning in each and every week. If you're not subscribed, please do so now. You can also check us out on Spotify and iTunes if you like to consume us through audio. We'll see you next time and have a great day.